My first name is Tavis. Uh, my last name is Akpan. How do you spell that? A-K-P-A-N. Uh, I go by Tavo. Um, it's just a nickname that I created for myself, and I like it. And I am from Owensboro, Kentucky. I was born and raised here. From the Missionary Inquirer, I'm Don Wilkins. Tavis Akpon is known around Owensboro as the Dancing Man. The 21-year-old is often seen all around the city performing dance moves as he makes his way across town. In this episode, Mr. Inquirer reporter Christy Netherton talks with Tavis about why he dances and what he thinks about the attention he's received from it. Stay with us. This is Inquirer. Oh, for sure. A, a little bit about my musical background. I started making music when I was 10 years old. And in the process, I played different instruments. For example, the violin, mainly. The secondary instruments I played were the guitar, piano, a little bit of harp, and a little bit of the, uh, the keyboard. And I was, I wasn't raised in a musical background. I kind of created it for myself, mm -hmm. and I'm kind of proud of it. You know, actually, I'm really proud of it because I don't know very many people who can produce their own music and play different instruments at the same time. You know, and I feel like that kind of makes me very unique, different, and not like everybody else. You know. Yeah. And. And uh, I was—I used to be in the orchestra oh, yeah? in middle school and high school. And you played violin. Played the violin there. And uh, I also played the uh, recorder, like the little oh, yeah. the recorder. But that was back in third and fourth grade year, uh, yeah. elementary. So I remember playing that. I still have it to this day. Yeah. And <laughs> I just really love music. Um, I think what inspired me was the people I listened to on YouTube mm -hmm. as far as like being more creative with my music. I've listened to other producers that I, I've been listening to for a while and they kind of inspired me to, you know, make my own music, you know, as far as like not trying to be like anybody else but stand out because yeah. I love standing out because it gives me an opportunity to show what I can do instead of what somebody else can do. Um, what are some um, artists that you listen to or genres um, and that have inspired you and that you kind of dance to as well? I mean as far as genres it's mostly uh, hip-hop, trap, rap, EDM, twisted instrumentals um, and artists as far as like 
what people listen to on the radio. I have none of those because they're all garbage, in my opinion. Um, but as far as like who I listen to on YouTube and SoundCloud, uh, they're around my age. They're around 25, 26. Um, I listen to a guy named uh, Young Jay the Prince, the uh, Young God. Uh, St. Mark, St. Mark exclusive, and uh, some other producers also. DJ Martin Jones, Shy Guy Made It, X on the Beat. These are producers that they just make the beat, and they've been doing it for many years. And I have respect for them because they kind of they they really push me to um, be creative with my own music. And my bro, uh, BBK. Um, um, like I said, these are all YouTubers. They're on SoundCloud also. Um, but they've been making music for many years, and they're very experienced at it. And I have a lot of respect for them. Yeah. And I usually, what I do for them is I perform their music. And that's what my, my YouTube channel is all about. I basically perform to their music, and then I send them the video. So that way they'll know that you know I'm not just stealing their idea. Yeah. I just love their music. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They kind of inspire me to make my own. And they'll be so happy with me whenever they, whenever they see me supporting them. You know? Yeah. But I, I told them I don't do it out of support. I, well, I do it out of support, but at the same time I do it because I love your music. Like there's just something about it that it's just that vibe is there and. Ever since then, they've been following me on all my other social medias, you know, just to okay. check out my personal, you know, life and everything. And most people don't know that about me because they never ask. So, I mean, I have a lot of respect for these producers, you know. It don't matter the age. It don't matter the race. I mean, I know one producer, he's from South Korea, and he's making music. And his name is uh, Wangata Mark. Wangata Mark. But his YouTube name is uh, St. Mark Exclusive. And this man, he is he is such a boss when it comes to making music because the stuff he makes is like so off the charts. Like the way he creates his own music is twisted. It's like in his own idea. And so I know you um, are from Owensboro, um, and you moved to Lexington a bit, for a bit. Um, how long have you been back in Owensboro? Uh, I've been back since I came back from Lexington. I've been here in Owensboro for about a year and a half. A year and a half. Um, but I do miss Lexington because uh, the streets I went down were very fun, like yeah. Nick, like Nicholasville Road. People said they saw me there. Yeah. Richmond Road, Tate's Creek Road. I always saw you on South Broadway. South Broadway, yeah. North Broadway, downtown, yeah. uh, New Circle Road, all those places that I've been, I miss so much because the atmosphere, the atmosphere there was very. There was a lot more to do there than here. Like, as you can see, like, it's a small area that we are in. So I mean. It's just, I just made so many memories in Lexington as far as like being on the news, being interviewed, being able to perform at Rupp Arena, being able to speak oh, really? at, yeah, I didn't know that. and uh, speaking at elementary schools, 
speaking to the younger kids, it's just, it's just, uh, it was just such a blessing for me. Yeah. And, um, you know, I see you all over Owensboro, and when you were in Lexington, I saw you all over the place there. Do you kind of know uh, how many miles you go on a daily basis? Do you keep track of that at all? I don't really keep track of that as far as walking, but as far as running, uh, the most I ever ran at one time was about 15 miles. And the reason why I did that was there be times where I'm feeling very uh, distressed and uh, frustrated with myself, so I just run it off and I uh, feel a lot better. So as far as walking and doing my thing, I don't really keep track. Yeah. Yeah, you said you used to do track as well, or you still do? So, I mean, I, I still love to run and everything, but as far as, like, how many miles I do it, uh, I just go and do it. I mean, I actually had people join me in the past, and it was a great time. And, oh, that's cool. So. And um, what is your inspiration for dancing? How long have you been doing it? I mean, I don't really have an inspiration. It was just a natural thing that just came, and uh, it's just a part of me now. Uh, now, for music, I, I already mentioned earlier that who my inspirations are. It's just, uh, as far as me doing my thing, you know, just listening to music, vibing out, uh, it's, just, it's just natural for me. Like, yeah, uh, is it kind of like your coping method and way to kind of express yourself? I mean, there's a lot of ways to express myself. I guess one of those, that's one of the ways, you know, even though it just came and now it's a part of me. And yeah. It's like a... It's like a spirit that comes inside you and then it stays in there for, for a long time. I feel like that's kind of how that is. Yeah. Oh. And I know your nickname, or I mean, a lot of people just kind of call you the dancing man. Yeah, I mean, how do yeah. you feel about that? Well, I mean, uh, it's uh, for me, in my opinion, I don't like being labeled good or bad, especially if I don't have permission. Yeah. Um, so I usually try to tell people, oh, I'm Tavo or I'm yeah. Tavis, you know? So that way, you know, my point is I have an identity. Yeah. Everybody has an identity. You have an identity. I have an identity. My mom has an identity. Everybody has an identity. So I prefer when people call me by my identity instead yeah. of like labeling me by something I don't even know about. Yeah. So. Understandable. So. And, um... I know we talked a little bit earlier about um, kind of stuff that's going on in the country right now. Do you have any comments on that or um, how you feel about it or your ways of coping with it or music and dancing kind of one of your ways of coping with stuff like that? I mean, for me, uh, I usually try to, I don't really watch a lot of TV, but as far as like what everyone's seeing on the news, all I can say is, I mean, you can watch it, but don't dwell on it. Don't let it get in your head. Because if you let it get in your head and you stay inside for long periods of time, you know you can die in your house, you know? Yeah. Especially if you don't move, you don't do nothing with your life, you know, you just let that get in your head. You, your mental health can be very, let's see, digressive, meaning it can start to fade away to the point to where you start having these suicidal thoughts and everything. And I don't want that for nobody, you see what I'm saying? I want, I want people to at least get outside. You don't have to go that far. You can sit on your porch and just think about positive stuff, you know? Because what the news is, what they're designed to do is to get your attention on the negative stuff. They don't want you, they don't want you to hear no positive stuff because that's how they make their money. I mean, legit. I mean, me who's 21 and I already know that stuff, it's a great start for me. But I mean, people gotta understand, you can't dwell on the negativity. Just even though you're so used to it, you know, you yeah. gotta, 
you gotta get out of that darkness and find the light, you know? Mm -hmm. Like right now, we're sitting under a nice pretty day. Yeah. There's a blue sky, there's some clouds walking around, you know? It's what you see on the news, that's that's not a that's not an example of the, what we're seeing right now. It's they want you to dwell on the negativity and not be happy. They want to steal your joy basically. Like I said, don't get me wrong, you can watch it, but just don't dwell on it. Yeah, just, you know, stay positive through the whole thing. Like me, I was like, what's quarantine? What is that? I didn't even last a week. I was like, I got to find some work. I got to work. I got to do something with my life. I'm not going to sit in the house, especially if it's not my house. You know, I'm living under my mom's wings, you know. I mean, I got to go out and do something because one day I got to, I'm going to be on my own. So, I mean. Yeah, especially this spring weather, it's. Hard. Yeah, it really is, especially uh, the pretty sunshine, the, the wind, you know, just a nice day in general. Yeah, I get out, you know, so. And um, I know you went to the UK as well. Um, what were your interests there, majors and so on? Well, I want to mention how all this got started before I go into that uh so I used to deal with a lot of depression in high school, or middle school and high school. I got bullied a lot. I got beat up some, you know, and that wasn't fun for me. But whenever I got to college, everything just changed. It all started when I was walking down the street called Euclid Avenue, which is about a quarter mile from where my dorm was located, close to downtown. Yeah. And I had my music in, just walking down the pavement, sidewalk, and about 10 minutes into the journey, I started doing things I never did before. I started doing backflips, I started doing somersaults, I started doing handstands, walking on my hands, uh, coffee grinders, just doing all kinds, just enjoying life is my point. Mm -hmm. Just enjoying life, being happy, letting the stuff go, not having any more suicidal thoughts or, you know, depression thoughts or any of that. And that lasted for 30 minutes. Just had a great time. Now don't get me wrong, I was alone. Nobody was around, just like this. Nobody, no, no, nobody was walking around. Everybody was inside or at work or something like that. And 30 minutes later, I took off my sunglasses because I was wearing sunglasses at the time because the sun was bright. And I started seeing things that were very bizarre that I'd never seen before, and it was crazy. It started with traffic, like cars lined up on the side of the road. They were not parked, they were just sitting there. And, and people were just, had their phones out, just re recording. People were taking pictures. People were smiling. People were standing ar around outside, just looking at me. And I was looking around, I was like, what? Like, I was so confused, I didn't know what was going on. The next thing I know, I, I hear a lot of compliments out of nowhere. People were saying that I had great dance moves and etc. And I was so confused inside, I was like, what? Then ever since that day, I, 
it was a part of me now. But I wasn't doing it for the attention. I was just doing it because I was happy and, and I was doing it for fun, you know. Then a week or two later, I got interviewed on campus while I was there. I had my own Snapchat filter for about a year and a half. Oh, really? Legit. I got to perform at professional events. I was in the magazine. I was in the newspaper. I got to speak at elementary schools, all of them in that community. It's just opportunities randomly just opened up for me and I wasn't expecting it. Mm -hmm. But I, I was, it made me feel so good inside that my confidence just went from 0% to 100%. And I just kept doing my thing, kept being happy because it's just what I love to do. You know? And as far as making music, that came in there too. That came more and more effective. And ever since then, like I mentioned earlier, opportunities just opened up for me. Blessings started flooding in. The year after I started college, it happened on the day of my birthday. I was sitting in my dorm room. I had all my homework done. I studied for a few hours after I had my last class. And I just decided to lay down and take a 20-minute power nap, which those are very helpful, by the way, <laughs> especially if you want to, you know, get some rest. Mm -hmm. And while I was taking my nap, I heard my phone ring. And I looked at it, and it was a 859 number. And I guess that's Lexington's, uh, you know, area code. Um, so I answered it. I said hello, and it was a female voice. She was like, hello, is this Tavo? And I was, in my mind, I was like, how does she know my name? Like, I was so confused. And I was, and I, and I said, yes ma'am, this is Tavo. And she was asking me if I would love to come and perform at Rupp Arena. Remember, this this happened on the day before my birthday. So she asked me, do I want to come and perform at Rupp Arena for the entire 40 minutes, even the pregame? And I said, yes, ma'am, for sure. I, I would love to. And she told me the reasons why. She told me that she's been seeing me around Lexington, everywhere, even on the outskirts where people don't go. She yeah. said she saw me on Man of War. Nicholasville Road, Richmond Road, Tate's Creek Road, all these main roads that you can think of, she said she saw me on. And I didn't really know what to say except just laugh because it was such, it was the craziest thing that I ever experienced. But I told her, for sure, I would love to come and perform at Rupp Arena. And she said, okay, well, I got you marked down for tomorrow night and I said I appreciate it I'll be there she said uh, I can come in around 530 you know because the game started at 7 what game was it it was the South Carolina versus Kentucky game okay and basketball, I'm 
Uh, yes, bro. It was like the men's basketball game. And that's when my birthday came around. The night that South Carolina and Kentucky played. That's whenever I got to perform, do my thing to my own music. Not their music, my own. I gave them, I gave them a playlist, or look me up, I told them to look me up on YouTube. And they were able to, you know, find my own music. They played it, they played it. I got down with it, I had a great time. I just, just, just did my thing. I felt so good, because I never had that opportunity before, and I would love to have it again. But the post, the postmodern effect after that was so funny that I didn't even know what to say. Like, so I went in the lobby of Rupp Arena, right as you come in. Right when I was about to leave, people started flooding around me. Like, legitly, people were flooding around me, and they were like, can I get your autograph? Can I get your autograph? Yeah, you're a local celebrity there. And, and I was like, uh, 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 for sure. Like, I was, like, confused. And people were just asking me questions. Like, the cameras were in front of me like I was on ESPN. Like, I'm an athlete. And I was like, this is funny. Like, I felt so good. I said I had, I had, said everything that I wanted to say, you know. I was honest with people. And I was very humble because I'm a humble person. Yeah. I don't, I don't take pride in what I do. Because God doesn't like us being prideful because pride goes before fall, you know. Mm -hmm. So, I mean... The fact that people were asking me questions, telling me that their kids enjoy seeing me on the side of the road, says something. They mm -hmm. said that I was making a huge impact in the community. Yeah. I mean, it takes a lot of confidence to be doing what you're doing. Um, I mean, how do you kind of muster up the confidence to do that and kind of express yourself so publicly? Uh, I'm not sure, I just, uh, it's just natural for me. I mean, once once I get going the first two times, it's pretty easy from there. I mean, I think it teaches a lot of, it teaches everyone, especially young people, you and I, to be ourselves, you know? Mm -hmm. Like for me, I, lo I love to make music and I like to perform. What do you like to do? I write. You like to write? Yeah, draw a little bit. What do you like to write about? Um, do a lot of poetry, short stories, journalistic writing. Is that what you love to do? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely one of my passions. Uh, not necessarily creatively, but... Well, all I can say is keep doing it, because yeah. uh, if you stick with it, you'll love it even more. And it won't be work for you. Yeah. Because I know what I'm doing is not work for me, or else I wouldn't do it all the time. Especially... Yeah. Especially if people say they see me out in the snow, out in the rain, out when it's like very windy outside, when there's bad weather. That says something, you know. Rain or shine. Rain or shine, you know. Yeah. But especially in the winter time, that's probably the hardest part for people to go outside. But every time people see me outside in the, in, you know, in the cold, it's just... I even had a, a sheriff, a state police officer, and a city police officer from here, from Owensboro, come up to me at the same time at a gas station on the West End and tell me, there is never a place that we don't see you. 
it's true. And what they meant by that was everywhere they go, they see me. <laughs> it doesn't matter if they're having a bad day, a good day, they always see me. Mm-hmm. And you know what compliments I got from them? You make my day every time I see you. Every time I'm having a horrible day, having to deal with these crimes and situations, and every time I see you, you make my day. Like, this is the feedback, this is the compliments I get from all three of them. And I just start getting emotional. Because I didn't know what to say, because I had so many people tell me that. I was like, what? And uh, they they all said, just keep doing what you're doing. Because it's really making an impact. Especially yeah. on us officers, you know. So. And I mean, how does it? How do you feel about people kind of like coming up to you like that and like taking photos and videos and watching you? I mean, I don't. Know, I I don't really see it very much because, yeah. like I said, I'm in my zone. Doing your I, thing. Unless you know, we're doing like a photo shot and everything. But other than that, if it's just like out of the, if it's random, like I don't know about it, then I. All I can say is I feel pretty good, you know, <laughs> confident, you know, yeah. and uh, I think it's just something for me to uh, to build on, you know. All I can do is go up from here, you know, because there, there could be, you know, be something else I could be doing. I could have been, like, lost. I could have been, like, I could have been doing something that doesn't even relate to what I'm doing right now, you know. But, yeah. I'm just uh, I'm just happy for what I do, and it's just a, it's just a blessing. I don't think I have any other questions unless there's maybe something I didn't ask about or we haven't touched on already that you feel like needs to be mentioned. I want people to know everyone that's listening, the viewers, the spectators people that are listening, I want people to know that if it isn't broken, don't fix it. You can't force a square peg into a round hole, Mm -hmm. meaning you can't force something that you know you can't do. You just can't force it. And... We all have photographic minds. We just don't have enough film. Meaning we can know everything, but as far as putting it into action, we can't do it. And those are my quotes of the day, you know, that I just, that just came from, you know, my mind. Um, I want people to know that if you want to, find me anywhere. You can find me on YouTube. When you have an Instagram as well, too, don't you, um, that you encourage people to follow you out? What's your Instagram? Uh, my Instagram name is Lil Tavo, L-I-L-T-A-Y-B-H-O. That's my Instagram. And what's your YouTube again? I know you saw earlier. Uh, my, my, my YouTube channel name is Lil Tavo Army. L-I-L-T-A-Y-V-H-O, then Army. And if you can't find it in that exact order, type in the word channel after that, so that way 
they'll be able to come up. Um, that, but that's only if, if it doesn't come up. If you don't see like a picture of me, or if you don't see my vids on there, just type in the word channel after that, and you should, you should be able to find it. But those are the main two that I'm very active on. Now, Facebook, it's I. Snapchat, it's I. Twitter, it's I. TikTok, no. Because I know a lot. I mean, I know I know people are going to hate me for this, but TikTok is so overrated that Vine needs to come back and destroy TikTok. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. way too many people are doing stupid stuff on TikTok that they don't need to be doing. Like, come on. The, not grasp that. the only TikTok I know is TikTok on a clock. What is up, Doc? That's the only one I know. But I mean, but enough with that. But those are the main two uh, accounts that I'm very active on because I'm always checking those. But, face, but Facebook, there's too much drama on there. Yeah. Twitter, I don't know how it works. Snapchat, people just send me streaks all the time and they don't really talk to me. TikTok is dumb. Yeah, but but uh, I prefer everyone that's listening to this, that's you know following me on Facebook or any of that type of stuff. Definitely go subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's very active. I'm always posting something on there. The reason why I do that is because every video that I make is a memory. Because here here's a here's a reality check. Everything that we see, everything that we're looking at, will never be the same. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Everything that we are looking at, whether it's the trees, like vehicles, things that are built, it will never be the same. Mm -hmm. And that's why I make these videos, because I want to see how I perform to these producers I'm listening to listening to I want to see how I perform to their music but the, the primary reason is because whenever I make a video like let's say right now compared to 11 years ago I'll be like man I don't remember that being right there or I don't remember me doing this it's a memory you know it's, yeah. and I feel like that's for every moment that we have together It's a memory that you can take with you once you leave this earth, you know? But, but uh, I just prefer everybody to follow me on YouTube. Please go on subscribe. And when you subscribe, I don't know if you know about this, but when you hit that subscribe button, if you want to keep up with my vids, my content, and everything, click that notification bell. Yeah. So that way you'll be able to keep up with my content. Not only that, if you don't hit the notification bell, YouTube automatically unsubscribes you from my channel or from any channel. I don't know why YouTube is dumb for that, but when you subscribe to my channel, please hit that notification bell because it's very crucial. Or else YouTube's gonna unsubscribe. For, for, it's gonna unsubscribe. Yeah. You know, it's gonna unsubscribe from from my channel. You know, um, and also follow me on Instagram because I post a lot of pictures on there. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't think I have anything else. I appreciate you, like, coming out and meeting with me and taking yeah. tons and tons of photos. Oh, anytime. You guys seem like y'all were getting some good ones. Yeah. I didn't know if you want a picture with me or not. Yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah, sure. 
And that will wrap up our show for this week. I would like to thank Mystery Inquiry reporter Christy Netherton and Tavis Ekpon for sharing his story. To send us questions or provide feedback, email us at newscast at messenger-inquire.com. Remember, you can find us on the Mystery Inquire's website, Apple iTunes, and Facebook, where you can subscribe to Inquire. Until next time, I'm Don Wilkinson. Good day for Inquire. <laughs>